From WRAL News and the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network, this is your Coronavirus North Carolina News Brief for Friday, December 11th, 2020. I'm Brian Schrader. With an FDA advisory committee giving approval to Pfizer's vaccine candidate, it's now up to the FDA and the CDC to give final sign-off for distribution, which could come over the weekend. WRL's Lena Tillette spoke with former FDA Commissioner Dr. Mark McClellan about the crucial next steps. To build trust in the vaccine, those on the panel were really encouraging the FDA to be hyper-transparent about any side effects as well as the strengths and weaknesses of the vaccine trials. Do you think Pfizer has done this so far? Yes, and Pfizer did it, and FDA created a process that made sure that would happen. You know, there's been a lot of news this past week about how the vaccine was approved a few days earlier in England or yesterday in in Canada, Um, we're uh, having a little bit longer time because the FDA did a very detailed review of all of the data behind this uh, authorization proposal. They didn't just look at the results from the company, they analyzed it themselves and they wrote up a very detailed analysis, which this independent review group had a chance all day long to critique all in full view of the public. So that's a great way to have transparency and to make sure people throughout the country really understand what's going on with this vaccine development and approval process and what the vaccine is going to mean for them. You obviously were the former uh, or were once the uh, FDA commissioner. How do you think people behind the scenes there at the FDA are feeling after that vote? Well, I, I think they're partly feeling uh, relieved that uh, they got through today, but I know the people at the FDA, they are hard workers who are dedicated to, to science and to the well-being of the public. And in this case, you know, it matters to them too. They, they and their family members are also going to be uh, directly affected by the vaccine. You know, they're on, they're going to get access at some point down the road as well. And so they know they're not done. They're going to have to turn around right after this meeting, get to work on finalizing that authorization. I do think it's going to come very fast, and they understand how much uh, pressure there, time pressure there is to, to move forward. And then even after approval, there's still a lot more work to do. As was discussed today, we need to monitor how people are actually doing once we start using the vaccine in the real world. Uh, that's what's also going to help us understand um, uh, better if there are any side effects down the road, even very rare ones. And it's also going to help give the rest of Americans who aren't in this first group that gets vaccinated a much better understanding of, of what the vaccine means for them. And there were, of course, people intentionally not included in the trial, children under the age of 16, pregnant women, people who are immunocompromised. Are there other groups, based on what you heard in this several-hour meeting today, that should not get the vaccine at this point? Well, there was a lot of discussion around uh, women who are pregnant, some worries that uh, we haven't seen any direct evidence of it, but that the vaccine may cause uh, um, effects on the on the uh, uh, on the fetus. Hmm. Uh, there are some concerns about people who have strong allergic reactions to the components of vaccines. And we saw a couple of cases of that in England uh, earlier this week. So FDA got a lot of input about the best way to handle those cases. Uh, it may be that um, people who are uh, pregnant or, or may become pregnant uh, will have an option to get the vaccine. Uh, it may be that there will be some special arrangements made for people who have uh, uh, strong allergy risks. Uh, that's something that you will want to watch. 
based on the input from today. Uh, but I think the main thing uh, from today is that for the vast majority of Americans, you know, mm -hmm. you will know when you get this vaccine, what most people have a reaction to it. It's not as mild as a flu vaccine, uh, but for them, uh, it's likely to be very effective in preventing any serious COVID complications and also likely to not cause any significant long-term side effects. But we're going to keep watching these issues very closely as we go forward. And we heard some kind of philosophical discussions around the vaccine, as well as very practical topics like labels. Uh, should labels state directly that pregnant women and others uh, that I mentioned should not receive the vaccine? So those are the kinds of questions that FDA is, is working hard right now to, uh, to finalize as they go forward with getting this initial authorization out. It might be that uh, people who are pregnant or may become pregnant are given a warning, um, but not an express prohibition hmm. uh, so that they can make a decision. It may be that FDA waits a little while longer until studies done first in animals and then uh, uh, randomized clinical trials on uh, pregnant women or women who may become pregnant are completed. So that's one of the questions that we don't quite know the answer to yet. Um, the, the initial groups uh, will probably have some option for uh, healthcare workers who might be pregnant to think about getting the vaccine, but uh, maybe not, um, not necessarily prohibited. But that's, that's, again, something to watch very closely in the days ahead. Well, this is certainly one step on a very long road of people getting vaccinated. And right now, as you mentioned earlier, we are in the midst of a devastating surge nationwide, as well as in yeah. North Carolina. We're seeing record high averages of cases, hospitalizations, and really tragically deaths as well. So are you worried about the timing when the panel was able to recommend this vaccine, that it's just happening in such a difficult time for our country? Uh, it is happening at a very difficult time. I, I think this process has moved along at an incredible pace, one that is also coming with enough transparency that hopefully people can make informed decisions about getting the vaccine. And, and based on what I know, I would want to get it. I would want my family members, my mother, uh, others to, to, to get it. Um, so hopefully this has helped with that. But it's also important to remember, Alina, that the vaccines are not going to help with the surge that we're facing now and things are continuing uh, to get worse. It's gonna take some time to turn this around and it's gonna take the measures that we know work, uh, staying distance, wearing a mask, uh, washing hands, uh, all of those things that I know people are tired of doing. We do have a few more months of that at least to go. Hopefully Congress will take some action next week to make it easier on the businesses and the workers that have been so hard hit by having to restrict uh, businesses during this emergency time. Um, we all we have that work ahead of us, even though we've got like a really bright uh, horizon ahead as well. That was WRL's Lena Tillette with former FDA Commissioner Dr. Mark McClellan. And this has been your Coronavirus North Carolina News Brief for Friday, December 11th, 2020. Let us know what you think of the podcast. Leave a rating or review wherever you listen, and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a new episode. I'm Brian Schrader. Have a safe weekend, and thanks for listening.